most international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening. Welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, anti-corruption, take the bull by its horn, not by its tail, the Millerville 2 government. We won't support EC's quest to change 2024 polls dates to November, says NDC. Don't sell your vote. It's equal to selling your birthright, though a jaho. An exit of experienced MPs would affect parliament, says Henry Corte. This business spots and showbiz is coming. In this evening's bulletin, the news will be read by Awintemi Akansukumnao. The details. Former Auditor General Daniel Domlevo has highlighted the obstacles impeding the country's quest to attain a corruption-free system. According to him, despite possessing institutions and capable personnel, the crucial missing link is effective leadership in the fight against corruption. Mr. Domlevo underscores the significant role leadership plays in setting the tone for anti-corruption efforts. He argued that strong leadership sends signals throughout the system, influencing the approach to tackling corruption. Drawing a parallel to Singapore's successful anti-corruption campaign led by Lee Yu, Mr. Domlevo emphasized the need to address corruption at its root, targeting top officials responsible for wasting, stealing, and mismanaging public funds. Expressing concerns over the demobilization of the office of the Auditor General, Mr. Domlevo attributed the decline in effectiveness to actions taken against him by the President. He suggested that the fear instilled in personnel hinders them from pursuing public officials as they are apprehensive about potential repercussions similar to what he experienced. Mr. Domlevo also commented on the less than optimal performance of the Office of the Special Prosecutor, citing frequent political interference as a hindrance to its functionality. Ghana made no progress in the latest Corruption Perception Index, which ranks Ghana at 70th out of 180 countries in terms of corruption. Scoring 43 out of a possible 100, this has been the same score since 2020. Now, the National Democratic Congress, NDC, has officially voiced its opposition to the Electoral Commission's decision to shift the date of the 2024 polls from December to November. The Electoral Commission Monday, January 29, met the various political parties at its Inter-Party Advisory Committee IPAC meeting to continue deliberations on its proposal for the change of dates for the general elections. In a statement issued on January 30, 2024, the NDC disregarded the fact that the majority of the parties have consented to the proposed date. According to Fifi Fiavicote, the General Secretary of the NDC, at least five out of the ten parties present at the meeting opposed the proposed date, rendering the decision invalid. 
The NDC further contended that although the EC's Deputy Chairman, Corporate Services, Dr. Boss Manasari, announced the proposed change, the party asserted that it does not accurately represent the consensus reached at the Inter-Party Advisory Committee meeting held on Monday. Corte advised the EC to prioritize critical matters such as releasing the election calendar for 2024 rather than proposing a new date that lacks support from political parties. Now, former Speaker of Parliament, Right Honorable Do Ajaho, is urging residents of Francodia and its environment in the Isujaman constituency to elect a National Democratic Congress member as their legis legislator during the 2024 parliamentary elections. He said this would help bring development after the election of John Romani Mahama as president in the upcoming general elections. Speaking during former President Mohammed's tour of the Eastern region, the former speaker noted that although politics should not be based on tribal lines, the people of Francodia would be better off with an NDC parliamentarian in the next NDC government. He however urged the residents not to sell their votes. Now moving to some other stories. The Member of Parliament for Ayewasu Central and Greater Accra Regional Minister Henry Corte has expressed dismay at the de departure of experienced MPs from Ghana's legislature. Several seasoned lawmakers from both sides of the House, however, either announced their decision not to seek re-election after their current terms expire or lo lost in their parliamentary primaries, signaling an imminent exit from Parliament after the December polls. The Yawasa Central MP highlighted the potential impact of their departure on the country's parliamentary practice. He specifically pointed out the significance of seasoned legislators, exemplifying the enduring presence and contribution of Oseche Men Sabonsu in Parliament as a testament to their importance. Henry Corte emphasized that the wealth of experience and contributions of long-serving MPs like Oseche Mensa Bonsu have played a crucial role in the development of the country. The departure of such seasoned individuals, according to Henry Corte, poses a challenge to the continuity and effectiveness of parliamentary proceedings, as if experienced MPs should be protected by their respective political parties, Henry Cortes said ordinarily it would have been a good thing to do because of the rate of attrition in parliament. MPs doing their first and second terms and leaving parliament does not help the parliamentary practice and when you look at other jurisdictions, you will notice that some people have been there for 30 years or more and when you look at the performance of a search Mensa Bonsu, it tells you that you learn on the job and that is what the country needs now moving to some business this evening a labor analyst austin gami has advised the appointing committee to issue a written contract of employment to the commissioner general of ghana revenue authority reverend dr emishadai owusu amwa to validate his office if there is no replacement reverend dr osei amwa during scrutiny at the public accounts committee sitting monday was quizzed on his age the member of parliament for ningo prapram insisted that the gra boss has been working for over two years without a contract 
the issue has sparked outrage, eliciting reactions from some key personalities. Mr. Gabby speaking on Eyewitness News on Tuesday indicated that it is illegal for public servants to be in office after attaining retirement age without a written contract. He added that some public servants have the chance to be in office after attaining the age, but only based on contracted casual work under the Labour Commission law. However, in the case of the GRE boss, he said it is unlawful as it goes contrary to the law. He therefore advised the appointing committee that if they think there is no replacement for the GRA boss, a written employment contract should be handed over to him to validate his continuity in office. To some sports, with Morocco's shock loss to South Africa to crash out at the 2023 AFCON in Cote d'Ivoire, all quarter-finalists from the 2021 AFCON have missed out on competing at the same stage in this year's edition. Heavy title favorite Morocco lost 2-0 to South Africa at the round of 16 stage in a dramatic game that had highly rated right fullback Achraf Hakimi miss a penalty and Man United Sofian Amrabat gets set off for Morocco. At the 2021 AFCON Burkina Faso, Egypt, Morocco, Cameroon, Equatorial Guinea, Senegal, the Gambia, and Tunisia made it to quarterfinals. However, six of the eight teams lost out in this year's round of 16 stage, with Senegal and Egypt losing out via a penalty shootout, while Tunisia and the Gambia failed to progress from the group stages. On the other hand, Nigeria will play against Angola, DR Congo takes on Guinea, Cote d'Ivoire takes on Mali, and Cape Verde takes on South Africa in the 2023 AFCON quarter finals. Straight to showbiz, a Nigerian Saralenian comedian, Agozi Samuel, has apologized to comedian A.Y. Makun for making defamatory statements about him. Agozi Samuel on his Facebook page alleged that A.Y. engaged in an extramarital affair with May, the estranged wife of actor Yul Ediche. He claimed that the alleged affair contributed to the couple's marital crisis. He further alleged A.Y. was not the biological father of his second daughter. In response, A.Y. petitioned the Delta State Police Command to arrest and prosecute Agozi Samuel for criminal defamation and cyber stalking as stated in a petition released by his lawyer Oswala Iwezi. However, Mr. Samuel in an apology video on Facebook admitted that all the claims made in his video were false and apologized to AY. He said he created the video for attention, explaining that he had taken it down because he realized it damaged AY's reputation. Mr. Samuel, who revealed that he was not paid to tarnish AY's reputation, said he had been posting content on social media in an attempt to earn money. However, none of the content created income, so he decided to defame the actor in hopes that his video would gain the desired attention, allowing him to make some money. He also stated that he had earned money from the video, enabling him to pay his previously unaffordable rent. 
He clarified that neither AY nor his relatives had contacted him to create the apology video, but he felt it was the right thing to do. He further admitted that poverty and hardship led him to tarnish AY's name. And that's how we draw cuttings on the evening's news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukumase. Thanks so much for making time. Good evening. Mm-hmm.